when the scripture says that his ways are not our ways, that is so true, isn't it? We had an agenda this morning, but the Holy Spirit always seems to, not always, but he had a different agenda. I don't think it looked anything like the one we had. <laughs> I may know that's okay. In fact, that's preferred, isn't it? <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hmm. Get ready, church. Get ready. Father, we thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your favor. Hmm. May God arise. <laughs> you know that when God arises, his enemies have to scatter. result of that is the righteous are glad and rejoice hallelujah hmm. I hope this pulpit can hold me today feeling a little drunk or something Father, speak what you want to speak today concerning your word. Speak what you want to speak today, Lord God. You've got our attention. Our ears are Incline to you today. Hmm. 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 Hmm.
Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us. And make his face to shine upon us. Why? That your ways may be known on earth, your salvation among all nations. May the peoples praise you, O God. Notice the Father's heart here. May all the peoples praise you. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the peoples justly and guide the nations of the earth. Do you believe that? Some of you wondered with the last election, didn't you? God is on the throne. He puts kings on thrones. May the peoples praise you, O God. May all the peoples praise you. Then, (laughs) see, there's, there's a key, there's a secret to praise. Praise brings harvest because praise doesn't depend upon your circumstance. It depends on the object of your praise. Somebody say, thank God. The land will yield its harvest and God, our God, will bless us. God will bless us and all the ends of the earth will fear him. How many of you would like God to bless your life? He's already done that today. I think he released something pretty special over our lives today. Bruce Wilkinson's book a few years ago was a bestseller, The Prayer of Jabez. 
Maybe most of you know of that book. But he elaborates on a really obscure um, figure in, in First Chronicles. He talks about Jabez. In First Chronicles 4.10, Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, Oh, oh, oh. Have you ever been there when oh is just a good word? Oh, God, that you would bless me and enlarge my border, that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm so that it might not bring me pain. I would suggest that most of Christendom does not pray this kind of prayer because it sounds self-serving. And there's a sense that the enemy loves to remind you of your guilty past and maybe present to hinder you from calling upon God. Oh, God, bless me indeed. And if the enemy of your soul can take your mind and captivate it in such a way to cripple you from crying out, oh God, bless me indeed, then he has you where he wants you. See, the mindset for many of us is that our heavenly father has been one of harshness and anger and judgment when indeed he's a God of long-suffering, gentleness. He's a gracious God, full of mercy, slow to anger. Somebody say, thank you, God. (laughs) Full of mercy and lots of grace. If we have any other picture of our Father, we we can't come into his presence and pray such a prayer because we're hindered by that. Sometimes our earthly fathers distort the picture of our heavenly Father. Whether we had a mean earthly father or the lack of an earthly father, we can't take that picture and transpose it onto our heavenly Father. He doesn't fit in the frame. He's outside that frame. So why should God bless us? The psalm begins in a way that sounds similar to this prayer of Jabez, but Psalm 67 goes a little deeper than the prayer of Jabez, telling us why God blesses his people. You notice in the first two verses, May God be gracious to us and bless us and cause his face to shine upon us. That verse two is is a key. That your way may be known on the earth and your salvation among all nations. What's your motivation for praying, God bless me? That's really the issue. That's the core question we need to ask ourselves. Why do we pray for God's blessing? The psalmist asks for blessing so that God's ways may be known in the earth. In essence, bless me, God, that 
I might glorify you. Bless me that I might show your power. Bless me that I might show your love, your majesty, your goodness wherever I go. In every nation, may they see you because of your blessing upon me. That's a great perspective, isn't it? So he's not saying, bless me so that I can be comfortable. Bless me with a 36-inch TV because I really need that, God. Give me one of those 72-inchers. I really need that, God. Give me a Cadillac because I really need to drive comfortably. And he's not saying, bless me so that I don't have to work hard to make a living. you bless me, I can relax a little bit. And he's not saying, bless me so that others will be envious of me. Wow, that person's really blessed. God must like them. And he's not saying, bless me so that I can be successful in the eyes of the world. And he's not necessarily even saying, bless me so that I can bless others. Because sometimes in our desire to bless others, it's really a desire for people to see us doing the blessing so that we can somehow get the glory and the praise. God blesses ultimately so that we can bring glory to his name. Do you know that he wants his manifest presence to be known? And listen, God loves to bless in fruitful places. He loves to let his glory show up. Catch this, I want you to, I believe this is something the Lord is really wanting to say to us as a church. That God is wanting to let his glory show up in fruitful places. By that I mean, by that I think the Holy Spirit is saying to ask for his glory to come for any selfish reason renders our heart an unfruitful place. Posturing your heart in humility and grace so that God's glory can come and ultimately reflect the greatest of glory back to him is a fruitful place. Bless me, O Lord, that the nations may come to know you Do you know that our Heavenly Father's cry? You ever ask God, God, what's, what's on your heart? What is it that you're really passionate about this morning? We come before God and we give him everything that's on our heart. And have we ever stopped and said, God, what's on your heart today? I can guarantee you that if we were to hear God's heart, his heart would be heart. Excuse me, my main accent slipped out there again. His heart would be for the nations. His heart would be that all who are lost would come to know 
his goodness. The scripture says his loving kindness is better than life. I thank God for good church services and all of that. Good worship, good preaching, good facilities. But what I appreciate more than anything is his presence. I love that new song we just learned that says, His presence is heaven to me. I want you to think about the reality of that statement that His presence is heaven to us. That where His presence chooses to show up, He intentionally chose to show up somewhere so that everything that resides within heaven, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. When his presence shows up, the kingdom of God is here. That's why he said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. Because he's anointed me to bring the kingdom of heaven to this place. Setting captives free, open blinded eyes. That's why Jesus said to John, when John's in prison, imagine this, this, this little story has captivated me in the last week or two. John, the one who was, was prophesied before his birth, and he's born to do one thing, and that is to, to highlight the ministry of Jesus Christ. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. His whole life, his whole ministry, he's pointing to Jesus Christ, preparing the way. And when Jesus shows up on the scene, John's disciples do the fleshly thing, the jealous thing. Hey, John, have you, have you, have you figured out that all your disciples are following this other guy? Should we say something here? And John said, no, this is why I came. <laughs> this is why I came, to point to him. Behold, the Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. And at the end of his life, we see John in prison, and Jesus is just about ready to hit the pinnacle of his ministry. Not many days hence, he will be crucified. And Jesus is about doing miracles, and John's in prison looking through the bars, and he's seeing the excitement, and he says to his disciples, go and ask if this is the Christ. Imagine that. Go and ask if this is the Christ. Jesus' response is, appreciate the question, guys. Do me a favor, go back and tell John that the kingdom of God has come. Blinded eyes are open. The deaf can hear. The lame can walk. The kingdom of God has been manifested. And Jesus ends that dialogue by saying, and blessed are those who are not offended by me. If anybody had occasion to be offended, it'd be John. Jesus, okay, blinded eyes are open. That's, that's awesome for that person. And the blame guy's walking and the deaf ears, he can hear. That's awesome. But I pointed the direction for you and here I am in jail. What about me? Blessed are those 
who are not offended by me. Have you ever had a time when God should have answered your prayer your way? And for whatever reason, Sovereign Lord chose not to answer the way you felt it should be answered. Have you, have you, have you ever been there? Come on, raise your hand if you've been there. Then blessed are you who are not offended by him. You're still here today. In the natural, we would have occasion to turn our back on him and walk away because he didn't do as we asked. It's like the pot is saying to the potter, you need to do what I want you to do. Shape me the way you want me to shape. I want to be shaped, not the way you want me to shape. Be shaped. And we kind of get that backwards, don't we? And if we're not careful, we can try to make God do what we think he should do rather than submitting to his will or plan in our life, sometimes as ugly as that is. When we sing, you give and take away. Is that just a nice phrase or is that true? It's true. But my heart, notice what the, 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 script, the, 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 the song says, but my heart will choose to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Every one of us will go through those seasons in life where our faith has been sorely tested. What are you going to do with it when it is? Where are you going to point your attention? Are you going to point your attention? Are you going to focus on what you've lost? And are you going to focus on your hurt? And are you going to focus on the pain? And all of those things are very, very real. Or are you going to focus, as the disciples said, Lord, to whom shall we go? Only you have the answers to life. So, Lord, we choose to do that. We choose to give our attention to you. So God's attention for blessing, intention for blessing us is so that the nations may know that all the peoples, Scripture says in Psalm 67, that all the peoples will praise his name. What's the impact on the peoples when God's blessing comes? Let all the peoples praise him. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. When God's presence shows up and his presence is manifest in the nations and the nations are blessed, the result of that is be, the nations begin to sing and they are glad. Sing for joy. you rule the peoples justly and you guide the nations of the earth. I want to ask a few questions just in closing this morning. First of all, do you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Have you ever 
asked him to come into your life and forgive you of your sin? Have you ever said, Lord, I can't do life on my own. I need your help. And if you're here today and that's you, would you just ask him today, God, would you remove my heart of stone and give me a heart of flesh? God, I submit my life to you today because without you, I can do nothing. And then I want to ask us today, do you crave God's blessing? Asking for God's blessing isn't necessarily self-serving. If we ask in the right motive, it's kingdom-serving. Bless me that the nations may rejoice. Are you craving God's blessing? And lastly, why do you seek God's blessing? If you are seeking it, why are you seeking it? Why do you want God to bless you? Let's ask God to bless us in such a way that he'll receive glory and that those who have never praised him before would do so. Ask God to enable us to witness boldly and lovingly to the thousands that we encounter week after week, month after month, year after year that don't know him as Lord and Savior. How many of you have ever invited your neighbor to church? Ask God to help you send and support others so that God might be recognized and proclaimed as supreme in every language, tongue, and tribe. We have a Christmas tree out in our lobby and it's decorated with little cards Debbie Shaw, one of our own missionaries from our church, is in Japan. My, my desire is that that tree will be bare in a short while. Some of you would not ever want to go to Japan. Some of you wouldn't mind going, but you haven't been called. She's been called. Would you... Look at those envelopes and find a number that might stretch your faith and your ability a little bit. In other words, if you feel like, you know, I could put an extra $20 in the offering plate, can you say, God, I'm going to go 30 or I'm going to go 50 and believe you to bless. You take those envelopes and just put that amount of money and sometime you put it in the offering plate. We've got uh, a little over a month to do that. By the end of December, we want that tree to be completely bare. I encourage you to do that. We have another way to be a blessing. Our Go Orange is coming up very quickly. And Alyssa, you have a little announcement you want to share with Go Orange. And then we'll have the ushers. If the worship team could come back too. I think you had a long enough break. (laughs) Just kidding. I am a hard taskmaster, aren't I? 
sounds it, doesn't it? And then we'll have the men prepare for the offering right after this. I am so excited for Go Christmas. I can't even begin to tell you God has been pouring out his blessing above and beyond this year. And I just, I keep freaking out tonight. I feel like every day, like, guess what God did today about Go Christmas? But before I talk about Go Christmas, I just want to, this morning when I walked into prayer, the Lord said, and I walked in a little bit.